Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. As always, this podcast is made possible by our local convenience stores, the misappropriation of history, and you. And now to your hosts, Justin Hammonds, Brant Bramlett, and Drew Shellnut. What's up? What's happening, world? This is a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction. And as you know, season uh, four finale was last week. And uh, this is going to be the beginning of the tweeners. Then we have three total coming at you, season four between season five. That's why we call them tweeners. They're in between the seasons. Um, And today I was going to do a deep dive into Al Capone, but I'm going to do a little light fact the thing on Al Capone, because I'm interested in that time period. Anyway, I'm Justin Hammonds. I'm looking at my boy Drew Shodnut. Hello. And my boy Grant Bramlett. Hi. And we also have our special guest, Lee Bramlett, in the building today, which y'all know from Centralia yeah. episode. Um, and yeah, how's everybody doing? Everybody faring? Everybody good? Yeah. 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 Tired. <laughs> I spent too much money today. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I sp- spent too much goddamn money I spent today. spent a lot of money today, too. Man. That's what it was. And there's the grumpy old man. It was one of those days. <laughs> now, y'all shut up and listen to me. It was one of those days <laughs> where, like, mm. end of the day, uh, doing the lawn care stuff, I, I'm i on my way to my last yard, and I'm like, hmm, one of those trailer tires looks a little low, you know, and it's double axle. And then I get to kicking at it, and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker is flat, like mm-hmm. flat, flat. Yeah, that's fine. But just because the full oh, tire right behind it is, yeah, is yeah. holding it into yeah. a relative place, which is fantastic. Because mm-hmm. if that's, you're on a single ackle in, in ackle, and you get ackle. a flat, <laughs> then you're screwed, yeah. you know? And so exactly. that was excellent yeah. there. I've, I've had that flat on the single <clears throat> with the full load. Mm-hmm. Sucks. <laughs> bad news bears. Yeah, it's a bad day. Sucks. You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> so bad. Um, you know, because the trailer pizzaed when it was supposed to French fry. Yeah, you know. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, I uh, <laughs> I was like, well, that actually kind of works out great because I finally found a fucking key to get my tires off because I've got those lug locks because they're fancy yes. men's wheels yeah, yeah. and fancy men's tires. So the guy that had the truck before me was like. I'm going to protect my assets. Mm-hmm. Smart move. Mm-hmm. Not smart move is not putting it in the fucking truck when he sells the truck. Yeah. This it took true. me literally over a year to find it. Oh, you finally got it. Finally okay. found one, man. I went nice. through like three different sets and yeah. it took me looking up who provides those wheels and calling different places. One of them is Discount Tire. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's not XD wheels. They don't do that. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, but we do have three different companies' sets of lug locks. Mm-hmm. So if it's one of those, I probably got it. Swing by and let me look, you know. And he did, and he had it. Yeah. Sold it to me for $8. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, bro. I mean, oh, yeah. can, we, can we actually talk about, like, that's actually fucking great business practice that's to dope, where it's yeah. like, hey, yeah. just swing by and let me help yeah. you. Just let me help you out. Mm-hmm. Let, let me help you out. So I know you're going to refer somebody else to me if I just, exactly. just automatically oh, well, help you. Also, or are you going to come back for sure? That mm-hmm. is a, the, yeah. the clutch of yeah. that because while I was there, I was like, awesome. I can now finally get my wheels off. I, I want them balanced and rotated. And he was like, cool. You want to set up an appointment? And I'm like, well, I'm here. Yeah, I'll see you next right. week. Well. You know what I mean? It so, went down on Gallatin down the way? Yeah. By yeah, yeah. Dicks and all that? Mm-hmm. That's where I get my shit at, bro. Yeah. yeah. So I had time to kill today before my appointment went to get my oil changed. Mm-hmm. They told me my brakes are shot. So I get my brakes fixed. <laughs> I 
That's five hundred dollars right there. Mm-hmm. Bang bang. And then I uh, am a little late to the appointment for the tire people, and he was like, "I just have to serve you as a walk-in now." Even though I called him, but I was like thirty minutes late because mm-hmm. they had to get a part shipped in. Bloody fucking blah. And uh, he went outside and looked at him. He was like, "Nah." I'm like, what? (laughs) So apparently the alignment on my truck, when they lifted it to put those larger tires and wheels in place, they didn't reset the front alignment. So they wore very unevenly on the inside of the tire Mm. itself. So Mm. they're fucking bald. Yeah. And I saw the one on the driver that was bad, but I'd had like a slow leak in it for a while, but it couldn't get the fucker off to be able to repair the leak. Yeah. Mm, so you got, a, you got a band-aid on a uh, band-aid and a yeah. band-aid and you had to yeah. rip all three band-aids off Man, at once today. <laughs> like today was just like the most adult day I've yeah. ever had to where I'm like, oh, put it on the credit cards. Mm. All right, let's go take care of this other <laughs> thing that nobody else ever thinks about, especially yeah. when they're teenagers. Yeah, and okay. then I'm like, all right, yeah. put that on the fucking credit card. You yeah. know? <laughs> it's like, where's these emergency funds coming from? <laughs> oh, credit card. Yeah, yeah, credit card. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Grant... Was trying Ooh. to like reattach an appendage with duct tape at this point today. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and if for I can get part. away with it, I'm gonna get away with it. <laughs> hey, if I can just move but it I for another few weeks, exactly. Couldn't move it. Yeah, that's really it don't happens, work. Man. <laughs> yeah, it no, it didn't work. Yeah, I, I spent around eight hundred dollars a day to myself, but uh, yeah, lawyer fees, house shit, you know, yeah. life things, yeah. things happening, you know, and mm. stuff in life, and life and stuff. Yeah, I mean, Lee's here right now because um, he's ostensibly homeless because we have... Pretty fucking much. <laughs> yeah. We've uh, managed which, to sell a house. Still moving to Nashville. Which, by the way, two things. One, I have way too much shit that my wife and my children have collected. <laughs> I think we talked about that on yeah, the episode. y'all recently. did. I was slightly <laughs> offended for a hot second and then I thought about it and I'm like, I got way too much shit. Yeah. <laughs> It was that moment of like, hey, fuck you. Nah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also, too, today, uh, so today is going to be Lee Rant Day because fuck people. <laughs> so I feel grandin on it last night. You kind of know. So mm-hmm. the guy buying my house offered a stupid amount of money, cash up front, 50000 over asking. No. Proceeds to do the inspection. Builder comes in. Plumber comes in, hits me with like he wants forty thousand off his offer, or he's going to terminate the contract. What? And at this point, I've wasted. Uh, we got the offer on three weeks. Mar- yeah, three weeks. We'll yeah. call it three weeks. Damn. <clears throat> so I'm now in a point to where I want to say fuck you, dude, <laughs> and start the whole process over. But then I'm like, the timeline doesn't the match. The timeline. Yeah, 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 the yeah, timeline. Yeah. He literally it's has me far. over a barrel, and to where it's like yeah. I either accept it. And move forward. Or you're going to get fucked. Or, or thrown in that barrel. <laughs> or, or I'm looking at like June before we can actually buy a house here. And I'm just right. like, I fucking want to burn your house down. Like <laughs> I, I've put so much bad juju out into the environment <laughs> where <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. And then today I had to go from here to Union City, Tennessee, which you've the three of y'all, mm, you know, mm, yeah, you're blessed. You don't no. want to go there. Uh, I know I don't want to go there, but and then uh, down anyway. to Memphis and then uh, to here. So mm-hmm. I've almost been killed three times by 18 wheelers. <laughs> uh, one dumb bitch almost ran into my wife's car's 
trailer hitch. That's fun. Because she was riding my bumper, and I'm doing 85. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, always leave that fucking trailer hitch oh, on, Oh, my God. I love <laughs> a trailer tap, hitch. A little, little safety tap. A little bink. Yeah, man. Well, there it is. And you know the fun <laughs> part of it? She was on a little bitty tiny Ford Fiesta or some shit. Yeah, some <laughs> tiny little piece of shit Ford. Like, I'm talking where, like, it's the same size as like a smart car. Like, me. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, tiny yeah, hatchback hit joints. this hitch. Hit it. <laughs> Come on with it, bitch. Oh. That's actually been one of my favorite moments is being rear ended while I have my trailer hitch on. I mean, this truck now and then the, the car I had before, I had a trailer hitch put uh-huh. on it so I could haul trailers mm-hmm. for tours and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's happened to me twice. I get rear-ended, and I'm like, bump. Like, ha-ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> they hold the bumper truck, off. They and their front bumper is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and I don't have uh, anything wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, sucks for you, buddy. Yeah. Have a good day. Hey, anyway, Bye. Yeah. Bye. Well, I you. <laughs> Bye. When I yeah. had the forerunner, I actually felt bad for this girl because it wasn't her fault. Uh, a guy in a beat-up piece of shit truck. I'm pretty sure his brakes didn't work at all. Hit her. She hit me at the stoplight, and it like Oof. the hitch on the Forerunner fucked yeah. up the her sure. grill. I think it actually punctured the radiator. Damn, oh, he hit sucks. her that hard. Yeah, yeah. I was she, like, she got, she got sandwiched. Got out, oh, she got out crying. I'm like, I'm gonna stay until the cops. It was not your fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and exactly. then when the cops, I tell my statement, I'm out. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I have nothing else to do here. Actually, I'm I mean, good. Well, well I mean, you I did your due diligence, honestly. I had no scratch on my car. No, right, of course Nothing. not. You were just being a good citizen at that point. Well, she mm-hmm. props to you for that. This girl was like sixteen, like uh, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Like I felt Sad so day. bad for this girl. Like she got out boohoo. My daddy gonna kill me. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, girl, it was not your fault. You're alive. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say this shit happens, man. I I I almost totaled my first car uh, the day after I got my paper license at age of sixteen. <laughs> Wrap, wrapped it around a pole. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot nice. about that. That's yeah, really nice. bro. Yeah, it was like the oh. first day I was legal oh, to yeah. drive. Oh, Grant. Oh, my God. Done, done. Grant, you remember when I was, well. <laughs> first got my license and you were with me? Yeah, Driving we got through T-boned? Cabo Heights and got T-boned. Oh, wow. I had my license two days. You know, actually, to this day, so you had your license for two days. Yeah, yeah. That would have been 18 years ago. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, 36. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. 18. I don't know. 20 years ago. 20. We'll call it Jesus. <clears throat> 20 years ago. Don't do that. Don't I know, do sorry, that. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I was about to say, why are you dialing my homie in yeah. over here, bro? Because. <laughs> don't. They can just see the gray. To this they day. They can just see the gray through yeah. the To this day, if I'm driving on a road, like a busier road, <laughs> and there's a stop sign as an intersection, and I see somebody kind of rolling through it, I go, nah, not, 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 right, not right here, motherfucker. Nah, nah. Because I'm sitting in the passenger side seat, and I see this little old lady, like, rolling through the thing, and I just have enough time to be like, hey, Lee, I don't think she's going to push. And her fucking front bumper was like right at my right leg. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, so it was a lot. With that, was, was, <laughs> uh, with that one, it was door panel, 
tire front control arm. I mean, she hit us hard. Yeah, she was doing about man. 30, 40, though. Yeah, she Easy. did. That's, that's not a roll through. That's a fucking, I'm, I'm running to the stop sign. Yeah. That's not a roll through. That's true. That's yeah. fucking different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll roll through stop sign wow, all the time. Is, this running is, one is whole, hella different. Mm-hmm. Well, this is also Kava Heights, which, in Vestavia, yeah. which Kava Heights is yeah. like that granny, is, uh, is granny central. Yeah. Or at least in that time frame. It's it also was. hilly and some hidden drives and shit all through that fucking area. Mm-hmm. Oh, this wasn't a hidden drive. We're on a main road and uh, she comes up to the side street like she's like in her cat. I think it was a Cadillac. It was, yeah, yeah, she's like a land boat. boat. Land boat. Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. like I'm probably why they hit you me. so hard then uh, Cadillacs are uh, pretty heavy. Speaking of Cadillacs. <laughs> yeah. Al Capone had a fucking Cadillac. Hey. <laughs> See that segue? That was nice. That was nice. Drew, you good? Yeah, right, right on. Everybody else talk. I was talking about shit, and I was like, "Drew, what's cracking? You good? good. You good? Right. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what's up, kid." Um, but yeah, before we get into Al Capone facts, um, I do want to play a little song of the day just because it was on my on my spirit to do so. But uh, this track is called "Surround Sound" by JID, and they sample uh, most Def's. Um, damn, what's the name of that song? Mm. They sample a song by most Def. Anyway, <laughs> here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Push the fucking pack off of the porch or break a pound down. Get the scrap if it happens to blow. It makes a round sounds. Pussy cat on my lap. Push it back and go to town. Down. Putting rap on my back and I'm black and snatching crowns. I done came back around like a nigga selling cracking pounds. I got a bag now, but it's nothing to brag about. Gun blast in the background. I'm a black man with the bloodhounds. Mac 10 making love sounds to a bad chick. She from uptown. I'm from down south. Not a loud mouth. We can fuck around. Hit the music, baby. Cut it down. Hit a doobie while you do me indubitably. I feel like I'm a bust now. I feel like a bust down. When I shine bright, blind niggas is up now. In the cut, big black truck pack sacked up. You can pick it up now. Motherfucker has some excellent flow. Telling you, very, very good. JID is is always top notch. But uh, this song's called Surround Sound. It dropped like two months ago. It's fire. Another note on that. There's there's a lot of uh, comps that that kind of annoy me, especially with like mumble or or gangster rap. You know what I mean? But I legitimately love like the uh, the gunshot. I don't know why, but I love it's that It's funny, shit. in like, the video, <laughs> in the video, he has a really hot chick hanging out in the back of an Impala, and she fires off a machine gun. That's fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fucking I mean, sick. It's kind of, it's kind of, uh, it's badass. Yeah, it's dope as fuck, bro. It's dope as shit. I actually love him because he flows so well, but you can still, he still articulates very clearly. Oh, yeah. His words and his message. That's, that's the new Atlanta right there, bro. And like, I love that. Just that perfect so, cadence yeah. and like you can hear every fucking, yeah. e- everything I want to say to you, you're going to yeah. get it and make you think about it. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the new Atlanta, bro. And I mean, like, nice. th- to that. me, that's that's one of the most like crucial elements of it. Like this is uh, poetry come to life and it's mm-hmm. put within a context that's palatable to like our generation the generation just ahead of us and then the, you know, several behind because, I mean, mm-hmm. rap's not going fucking anywhere. Oh, no, bro. But, no. you know, no, when we when much. we devolved into this sort of, like, beat fetishism kind of aspect of of, mm-hmm. of rap, you know, that's, that's always why I've made that distinction between rap and hip-hop that it was always upsetting to me. 
And I'm yeah. like, I have no fucking clue what this guy's saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> but this beat is badass. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we take this really See, badass fucking beat that's, that's and put the new, an that's actual new, proper that's message to that's it? That's a new way. I know. And it's that's making me brought happy. back the boom bap vibe of yes. the the hip hop blending with the rap. You know, because at the same time, you can have this same dope ass beat and motherfucker that you can hear clearly, but he's still not saying shit. But that's true. Sometimes too. you feel yeah. me. So yeah. like it's, it's a mix. It makes a it's a mix match back. But I love it. I'll always be here for it. You know what I'm saying? No matter what phase it goes through. Anybody remember the early 2000s? That shit was weird. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we ain't talking about that. That's Jeff. You read about that? Yeah, we were not alive then, guys. We we're hella young. Um, anyway, a guy a guy that was born well before then, uh, Al Capone. We all know. As an ambitious and ruthless gangster from the prohibition times. I mean, this guy's life and legacy is pretty much the blueprint for any rags or story of anyone in organized crime. I mean, that part, anybody in fucking America. Um, but obviously, one of my favorite stories of the prohibition time. And I was gonna do a whole episode series, kind of deep dive on Capone, but we tend to lean towards things less mainstream over here at uh, Friends, Facts, and Fiction. <laughs> you know, for the big, big listenership. Yeah. You know? <laughs> in, insert insert hipster joke. Anyway, uh, I but, think this what draws it in is uh, y'all don't go mainstream. It's just like the <laughs> random word vomit that's out there. Yeah. I love it. Right. But while I was looking into the story of Al Capone, I came across some cool facts and I wanted to share them, you know, without going deep divey with it. So it's perfect for like a little tweener episode. So, um, yeah, we're going to dive up in there. These hot facts. Maybe we'll dive in there. Dive in there. Oh, is that diving? We bringing back the soundboard? Uh-oh. Yeah, why not? Oh shit! Uh, a precursor to uh, the next season, where I actually do plan on bringing back this shit. Uh, the, I think that's the get up out of there. What was the one? Get, let me get up out of there. Yeah, that's that one. Yeah, that's yeah, get, get up out of there. Okay, yeah. so then I was gonna get up in here real quick. Oh, yeah, there that's that slide in. <laughs> yeah, picture Tom Cruise socks. Anyway, uh, well, for starters, he came from the bottom, being born in 1899 in Brooklyn, New York. His family was actually respected and very professional, which is pretty well uh, given where he ended up. But Al actually grew up with a great family life and had no intentions on getting into street life. But you know, once you hit a teacher at school in your adolescent years and you get expelled, path. Tends to change a little drastically. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he so, up joining the Five Points gang in New York, uh, which, you know, back in those times, it was, uh, New York was rough for yeah, that many, was many years. Real. Yeah, that shit mm-hmm. was like really, really, really yeah. rough back then. Uh, but this would lead him to a lifetime of crime. And to start it off, you have to look, uh, do you have to have a cool nickname? And his street nickname was actually Scarface. Yeah, the famous name for like many films and um, one of my favorite classics, everybody knows, Al Pacino film, uh, that had nothing to do with Prohibition, but it was dope as fuck. Uh, but Wait, what was it called? Scarface. The, oh, the, the, right. The, the, okay, the, yeah, I got it now. He's talking about a little yeah. friend and it's weird. Yeah, like, yeah It's yeah. strange. It's kind of weird. What do you, uh, what flashes <laughs> the, the DEA? He flashes the DEA's penis. Mm, yeah. yeah. Say hello to my little friend. Yeah, yeah that's what happened. That's totally what happened. Yeah, yeah. The world is yours. Nobody? Yeah. Good. Pretty good. Say, say goodnight to the bad guy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Last time you see a bad guy like me, huh? That dude. Yeah. Young Al Pacino. Uh, anyway. What a great bad movie. It was it was phenomenal. I, I love, love that movie. movie. I, um, 
it's not a bad movie. It's a classic. It's a classic. Al Pacino, Scarface, classic. It's long as fuck. It's It's long as fuck. It's classic. Um, Now, Al Capone got this nickname from trying to flirt with this woman while he worked the door at a nightclub in New York, and she was definitely not interested. And after exclaiming how he liked the shape of her bottom, meaning (laughs) meaning he liked the yams, the the ass cheeks, uh, her brother took a knife to his face and slashed him up about three times. Oh. Yeah. A nice little... You know what I'm and after the attack, it took 80 stitches to put his face back Ooh, together. Oh, damn. Holy shit. Yeah. This is before he even got to Chicago, bro. Um, now, that was his street name, but his real homies called him, of all things, Snorky. Snorky? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was his name around the Chicago homies. Because he liked to snorkel. Uh, <laughs> funny as hell. I was going to do the same joke. <laughs> like, one, one, one of the most ruthless motherfuckers ever. Like, I would have Snorky. It's cracking. Yeah. What up, Snorky? Snor- 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 snorky. Little Snork. Yeah. Yeah. the day. He's got his. He's got his goggles, and he's got his snorkel, and he's, and he's flapping around with his with his fins. See, yeah. I was going to go a different direction. Then I was going to go dirty with that because he likes the yams. Snorkeling, snorkeling in the yams. Oh, that's actually better. Yeah. Snorkeling okay. in the yams. That's better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He diving in anyway. Diving in. Uh, <laughs> bleaching them reefs. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I just Whoa. came up with that. So <laughs> you're welcome. Proud of you. That was good. That was good. What does this thing sound like? Yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, well, funny as hell now, but back then in Chicago, that was the slang for uh, being fly, staying fresh. You know, like me. You know what I mean, like being mm-hmm. a fly cat. You know what I'm right. Being being up to date in the threads. Got it. So I'm going to call you Snorky from now on. Don't call me Snorky. <laughs> call me I said back then the equivalent is fly now. Right. Snorky. Or fresh. Got Old J Snork. Snorky. Old J Snork. J Snork. It was uh, it was just a different time, you know. But to prove he would always be the flyest gangster of them all, Capone spent up to five hundred on every suit. In Damn, this- <laughs> and every custom suit that he bought. Give me the year again. Uh, this is in the twenties. Twenties. That's uh, like ten grand nowadays. So it's yeah. almost it's almost seven thousand yeah, dollars in the day's money for every suit that you see him in yeah. the pictures yeah. with and shit. Yeah, tailored every suit. Which can we talk every about suit. like? When was the transition for gangsters going from that superfly <laughs> custom suits to track suits? Um, 80s. 80s? Mm-hmm. No, okay. 70s. They were still wearing suits <laughs> in the 70s. Fuck yeah. the 80s. 80s with crack and cocaine. That shit <laughs> switched up everything. In the 70s, they were rocking suits in the 70s, bro. Okay, they we were all born in the 80s, oh. but fuck the 80s. That was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I, That's my least favorite decade in, in American history. I hate the 80s so much. Well, I was telling somebody the other day, any decade or shit, anything between the 70s and the 90s sucked. <laughs> So. 80s. <laughs> yeah. 80s. So, 80s. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, well, the 70s and 90s were weird too, but we're not yeah. gonna get they were that good deep. weird though. Eh, you know? 70s were good weird. <laughs> 90s. Yeah, the 70s were a lot better better weird than the 90s were. <laughs> but the, it was the 90s still... were like, we're trying to catch something here again. Why well, want this steamroller? I think that's called That's why the early grunge. 2000s was so yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, they hit the grunge. They hit the, the, the grunge. The, the, we're obviously the talking grunge, grunge, but that's like that's like a like an apathetic hatred. Like that is still a like a removal of yourself yep. from pop culture in a certain way mm-hmm. you know 80s was 
basically like the 50s, but worse. And we're yeah. trying to be normal again, mm. which doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Like we're trying to re-find our American values, mm -hmm. which have never existed. Mm. No. We have always stolen <laughs> land mm -hmm. and then sold weapons to other countries mm. to try and make a profit. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah, bro. This is a rough country. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to live here, but we're shitheads. In fact, the component. My guy was stupid fly, and he also didn't want to get shot in his nice ass suits. So, speaking of Cadillacs, he custom built a 1928 Cadillac V8 Town Sedan, pimped out with 3,000 pounds of bulletproof plating. And of course, he had the bulletproof windows, bro. What? Back the in the twenties, fuck yeah, <laughs> to protect his seven thousand dollars suit. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to get shot up in my shit. Fuck. You feel me? So this is a it's a true G move, and he even had portholes cut in the side of the car and the rear of the car so he could shoot back mm -hmm. at Hell enemies yeah. that wanted to smoke. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So just enough to where you can shoot out but can't get shot yeah. in. You feel yeah. me? Do you uh, realize have an oil slick how feature? loud <laughs> that would fucking be? Tommy guns in the car? Probably oh four of them. Oh, my yeah. God. Bruh. Yeah, Bulletproof I glass. That I is want to sound reverberation yeah. like crazy. Well, tinnitus didn't exist yet. So. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. No, they just didn't. Like, yeah, that, PTSD that was, didn't exist what yet. You said to me, man? Yeah, that, <laughs> what you said to me, man? What you said to me, man? That was the eighties. Right? The eighties brought that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he was uh, all about not getting shot. I mean, who isn't? But one day, while drunk as hell on the golf course, you know, him and his homies, <laughs> they all uh, they got. They would get shit drunk at the golf course and bet on, like, any fucking thing at the golf course. Yeah. Uh, one day he's reaching in his bag to grab another club, you know, maybe a nine iron, <laughs> and end up shooting himself with his own gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grabbed the wrong nine. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this being, <laughs> this being very embarrassing for the crime boss, he checked into a hospital under a fake name, though, Mr. L. Geary. Don't know where they came up with that one at, but uh, pretty I lame. like it. But um, pretty much a wild day on the fucking golf course. So some motherfucker just got shit hammered, shot himself, Where got rushed to the hospital. Uh, I'd imagine it's probably going to be somewhere in the leg because he probably shot through the bag. Yeah, most likely. I imagine hit yeah. himself. They, I didn't, they didn't I say any research. Well, I mean, could be just in the hand. Period. I like, mean, fucking kind of scrolling around and nah, most of the time. No, nah, I don't think it was his hand because he. Fuck somebody up with a baseball bat a little, little bit um, later in life. This is very true. Most of the time, people that accidentally shoot themselves, it's the foot or the leg. Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes well, the penis. My PE, teacher, my PE teacher in um, middle school shot himself in the ass <laughs> with a 22. <laughs> Real me that one, Batman. <laughs> did, it, did it rebound on him? I think, I think he dropped it or something. He got he like uh, dropped it and it like and it kicked right on him. You know who I heard that from? Uh, and it wasn't like it was like I had already gone to, moved up to go to County High, um, and Eccles was our middle school. Chris Gottlieb, uh -huh. lead, lead guitarist for CBDB. Yeah, 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 turn yeah. up. Shut up. Got into an uh, it got into an argument. I think it was the same reason why I had a letter sent to him. I wouldn't run the mile. I was like 
fuck like, y'all, I'm fuck you, here. fat boy, at that point, you know, and we had, like, you know, the track lines. Yeah. yeah. And right. all I would do is just try to keep a rock in the lines on the track in one line. And, like, she sent a letter home, or he, he, they sent a letter home to my mom's, like, you've got to make Drew run the mile, because I topped my mile out at 35 minutes, baby. Me too, dog. 33 minutes, <laughs> baby. You know, 33 minutes, yeah. That's right. I was against the system for life. Against that shit. And my mom called the school and goes, if you think I'm going to make my son run a mile, at what it was at in his I don't know whatever however old I was in like seventh grade yeah. like in your really bad chemical imbalance then you're out of your mind yeah. and it was about this like and I left the next year and coach coach Rochelle coach Roche he called me Shell Man's <laughs> I'm like, it's like mayonnaise but Shale with my mayonnaise. last name but anyway he shot himself in the ass hunting. Squirrels. Awesome. Turn up. That's amazing. <laughs> Karma. That's, that is wild. You don't actively hunt squirrels either, by the way. <laughs> no, nah, you literally sit like for survival. a second and watch a fucker run across the I mean, tree. If they're fucking with your bird feeder, yeah, maybe you can yeah. pop it. But yeah. they don't that's go like out into the woods mode, bro. to hunt squirrel. Like, they don't taste <laughs> good. <laughs> they don't yeah, taste they do. good. We just never yeah, had you had can make right. it okay. We just never had them cooked right. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of odd things that taste well. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, pretty well done the course for old Capone. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Capone did it all, though, man. Like hustling booze, racketeering, gamble houses, prostitution, and, you know, help get ex- expiration dates on milk. What? What? Yeah. So apparently one of his family members fell ill to spoil milk that had no expiration date on it, which was like a common practice yeah. back in the day. Uh, no so, poisoning. Yeah, so he joined a fight that would uh, ultimately result in the expiration date being put on fucking milk cartons. That's awesome. To this fucking day. Uh, he also invested into dairy and gave the business to his brother Ralph, who in turn gained the nickname Bottles. Because hmm. oh, he was in like the fucking that. dairy ball. I'm going to say yeah. shout out to modern yeah. medicine also because if that lady was so bad off that she couldn't tell that the milk that she was drinking was spoiled. Drew's going where I was fixing to go you with know? that conversation. It's like, I mean, uh, yeah, bro. You don't I, need an expiration yeah, on milk. It's yeah. like, I don't know if these potatoes are bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, my finger yeah. went through. Let's smell it. Uh, exactly. yeah. no. If it pours out in chunks, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> little chunky mouths. If you've made buttermilk, yeah. Uh, exactly. When you bought whole milk, yeah. time to toss that bitch out. Hey, but you know, better, better to help, help out the yeah. uh, needy and the brain thoughts. Um, <laughs> Surprisingly, though, uh, speaking of family, Al's <laughs> older brother, James Capone, was actually a staunch supporter of Prohibition. Uh, he was seven years older than Al, and he also fought in World War One. But by the time he came back, he had lost contact with his family and changed his name to Richard Hart and moved to the Midwest. Richard James Capone Hart became marshal in a town called Homer, Nebraska, and led many raids on fucking bootleggers. Crazy two different lives. Okay, yeah. so it's like... Uh, I actually recognize that name. Richard Hart? That's fucking insane. Yeah, it's James Capone, his older brother. Whoa! <laughs> you, yeah, that, that's kind of Holy nuts. shit! Yeah, he, he was up there with Elliot Ness. When yeah, he came I to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very he would, good he would at his do, job. He would do like disguises, and Elliot Ness would do like kick down the fucking door. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, he would get, do disguises and like go to these little like speakeasies and just that's bust insane. people up. That's it's amazing. Wow, so, so it's like... Uh, Which... Also, too, I mean, you come back from World War One mm-hmm. and you don't want to drink. Yeah, it's wild, bro. That's wild. Yeah, it's insane to me. Well, I think it had to had like a psychological effect, just like uh, like Ned Christ, Jesus's 
like mm-hmm. older brother, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where like they're all they're all out at the beach. Yeah. He's just sitting there in the sand and there and there's like he's like hungry. <laughs> But Jesus is like splitting the fish up with everybody else. Right, you know? right, and like right. there's like a crowd over here walking by Jesus. Yeah. And he's like walking on water. Yeah. And, and, and you know, like somebody walks up and they're like, What's up, Ned? And he's just like, Oh, everything's fucking great. He's like, what, what do you mean? You know, he's like, Oh, Jesus over here healing the fucking blind, making right, fish right. out of fish, walking on water. And I'm sitting here with sand rash in my ass crack. And at the same time, <laughs> like, jellyfish done it's dominant. And then started the Church of Satan. Well, also, but the, the story never ever finishes with there were two footprints in the sand. It was Ned's footprints. It was everybody. Ned's footprints. Right. Damn it. it was Ned. Come on, man. Oh, my God. It, it is very Everybody similar. Ned, it is man. very similar to that uh, <laughs> famous story that you just told. Um, yeah, uh, Richard Hart or James Capone. You know, he was like the disgruntled detective, busting busting it up. <laughs> and Al Capone was just balling out, buying suits, driving around in Cadillac, buying houses and shit. I heard thugging. But by the time things caught up with Al, his mental health was deteriorating, and he contracted syphilis when he was like eighteen. So he never treated it. So syphilis. This, this he is lost like, his damn mind. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like the uh, earlier or later on when he was about to get caught or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but around that time, he was facing the tax fraud charge and shit that actually put him in jail, which is why the tax fraud got him and not every fucking thing else. But he hired a press agent actually and conducted his own like interviews for like the media and shit uh, for his trial. With still had that flair about him, even though he was losing his fucking mind. But it takes more than flair to win a fucking court case, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he served his time in Atlanta first, but the guards accepted bribes, and he was living cushy behind bars. So then the government was like, now nah, you're going to Alcatraz, player. And that's where the syphilis really took a hold of him and, you know, never let go. And time passed, and he passed away in 1947. It was uh, It was said that his mental capacity by the time he perished was like, a seven-year-old boy. And um, needs to say, he lived a dope-ass life, though. Um, it's been, well, a ruthless-ass life. There's a lot of dark shit that happened to, with Al Capone's bullshit. But it's really important that he made about $100 million a year. And uh, that's, why <laughs> that's why he spent money paying off cops and politicians, <clears throat> buying houses, Ooh-wee. cars, Sick. all kind of gadgets, not mentioning the flyers, threads. And then to sum it up in today. Alfonsi Capone was worth like 1.3 billion. Jesus. That's awesome. Yeah. Freaking insane. In the fucking 20s. In the 20s. <laughs> yeah. Good for Didn't him. Didn't he yeah. live in a hotel for a long time? Um, he was running for a minute, hiding and shit, but yeah. in between in between like him being a gang member and him being in Chicago thugging it out, there's a bunch of wild shit in there. It's hard to dial it in because yeah, it's, it's, really it's a lot of hearsay, they say, this close. say type shit. So. I think I read somewhere that it was close to around the time they were catching me. It was on the run. Mm. He was yeah. literally bought out a Chicago hotel yeah. and was living there under an alias with every member yeah. of his gang. With everything, bro. I mean, he Everybody was up. he was really connected to like, you know, Machine Gun, fucking yeah. uh, sure. Pretty Boy. Like that. all those cats yeah. were like, yeah. they were like the all-star Team, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm mean, saying? Like, if you think about it well. in that sense, I mean, easy come, easy go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think at, at some point you have to imagine that he was like, I'm not long for this life. You know what I mean? That's why he was Like, balling, I'm not going bro. to die in my sleep at in my 80s. Like, no. I'm going to go out hard. Yeah. yeah. 
or in prison. And honestly, really, fuck shout, it. Shouts yeah. out to him for not just committing suicide and being a real G and just sticking it out. Because he got out of jail. Like, he served his time right. and got out. And right. then lost mm-hmm. his fucking mind even further and died yeah. from syphilis. So, yeah. like, he was, he was a real G to the end. But, like, bro, just having that much fucking money, like, prohibition, right? Like, Great Depression and shit, mm-hmm. like, coming out of that. Like, bro, like, Richest person in the out, country. Falling <laughs> out. Hundred million dollars a year. A year? A year, bro. He spent millions just on politicians and cops. That's awesome. That's insane. Yeah, yeah probably still. I mean, I'm sure he's a horrible person, but oh no, he, oh, he did some awful, real, real awful. terrible shit. That's, Ooh, I mean, ruthless. see, that's why a deep dive could happen. But like, and yeah. the fact that the only thing they could get him on is tax evasion. That's what I'm saying. That's badass that's because he, too. That's because he bought fucking Chicago was like his fucking pantry city. Yeah, you oh, know what I mean. Like, I just reach and do whatever yeah, I want. Like, whatever. Yeah. Let me get that out of there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna do whatever. what I want. Fuck it. We out. But um, which yeah. talking about is a little sidetrack subject, like. Talking about him losing his mind from syphilis and everything. Have y'all, did y'all do an episode on like some of the syphilis studies from, uh, that they did in, uh, Tuskegee? Oh, no. I don't know. We 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 sprinkled, we sprinkled it in in the Black Lives Matter, uh, blackout series we did. Yeah. But Uh, we didn't dive deep. That's a very real thing. Yeah. No, I mean, one, that is extraordinarily fucked up in like just Nazism. We'll go ahead and call it what it is. Oh, for sure. I mean, no, no. Experimenting on humans with their consent is fucked up. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Uh, but no, like just the actual study, like research a little mm. bit of studies on what syphilis does to the brain if it's untreated, it basically turns it to Swiss cheese. Yeah, you just burn holes in your yes. shit. Yes, it's like, in. It's kind of insane he lived speaking, that long. Yeah. No, no, that's like what it by does. Brain like, scan, you can wa- you can no, watch no, no, the like, holes grow physically. Well, well you can watch yeah, them grow weird. physically, yeah. but I've like I've read a couple of research papers about. Mm just different medical things, but like syphilis one just was like, Hmm, interesting. Cause when yeah. I was learning medicine and everything, yeah, they cadaver bodies that had bad syphilis from like untreated, you know, like they actually cut apart the human brain mm, right. and like yeah. they dissected it. And it's like literal Swiss cheese. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's wild, insane. Man. And it's visually apparent that he lasted that long is. with it. I mean, he tried it early. He was how, 18. How old was he when he died? Um, sure. 
or more in-depth approach to our social media as well. So if you don't like emailing, then please DM us uh, on Instagram. Yeah, primarily on Instagram. <laughs> um, we're out here looking for friends. We want to have conversations with local and, business opener and uh, guests and business partners. Yeah. And let's promote your business. If you got some yeah. around around the Nashville area, around the world. If you got a little podcast, you know, and then it kind of aligns with what we're talking about, let's have a goddamn conversation. You know what I mean? It's so good out. It's pretty easy for us to have call in guests and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, if you're Al Capone, I never loved you, but I also always liked you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, Probably a bad person, but man, I love hearing about you. And uh, we would probably be friends. We'd probably <laughs> Big be old friends. swinging balls. <laughs> 7,000 a suit. Yeah, homie was fly out here, bro. And Lee, you got anything you want to say? Uh, Lee Bramlett, the other brother. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I hate people. <laughs> he does, but he's very, very good with uh, woodworking. Um, yes, Bramlett Woodshop. Oh, yeah, Bramlett Woodshop. Super, Check that super out. pretty stuff. And uh, we're going to set him up a little shop once he finally finds himself a, a home love, to live. I do love the woodwork. Yeah. With his we'll wife and two shit, small man, children. For the uh, distillery. Yeah. Anyway, huh? too much. We're saying <laughs> too much. We're saying too much. Let's get out of there. Anyway, this has been a podcast <laughs> called Friends, Facts, and Fiction. And we out. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next installment. Find us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all things friends, facts, and fiction. Our Instagram handle is friends underscore facts underscore fiction. As always, please reach out to us. You can send any of your questions, praise, and fact checking to friends period facts period fiction at gmail.com. It's important to us to only propagate the truth and we'll correct any errors we may have made. Your hosts and researchers are Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shelnut. Our episodes are produced by Grant Bramlett. Additional producership provided by Grace Higgs. Our recording engineer is Grant Bramlett. Our editor, mix, and mastering audio engineer is Jeremy Mulder. Lighting design is provided by Justin Hammonds. This has been a production of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. See, every time. Mm -hmm. every, every single every time. Every fucking time. Right it's before crazy. he starts his intro, he gets a burp. Yeah, every time. Every uh -huh. time.